He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for another week. Uh, first week of the new year, Lord, the second Sunday, the 14th. We thank you, Lord, for a new year beginning. Last week, 2024, we don't take it for granted, Lord, that you've given us grace and mercy. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for the lessons you're teaching us, Lord, to help our strength, strengthen our faith, Lord, and be more dependent on you for all the things that you have done and what you're going to do. Lord, you brought us from a mighty long way. We're not yet where we want to be, Lord, but thank God we're not where we used to be. And for that, we give you praise and glory, Lord. Continue to transform our minds and our hearts. We continually seek you in your presence. Uh, we ask you, Lord, for your forgiveness. Anything that's in our life that should not be, remove it. Help us be closer to you. In the name of Jesus, bless this weak, feeble servant that I am, oh God, and give me strength from on high to say a word, to be a messenger, a vessel, for someone to come closer to you. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in that sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Good morning to you. Glad to you. Glad glad to be with you. And here again with a few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast or Pastor Mac's podcast, depending on which uh, provider you go. And the title name is different on some. I'm really glad to have you again on this second Sunday of 2024 in January. Um, began a new series today. Um, as we beginning a new motto for the year and theme. Our theme, church theme for 2024, breakthroughs in store for 2024. Our church motto for the year, built to serve, serving to build. And uh, this new series we'll begin for the rest of the month is called simply Better. Better. And last Sunday I gave you the text for our uh, textual sermon this morning. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 uh, we're beginning our first sermon in the series, Better. Uh, next Sunday, the Lord says the same. Proverbs 12, 26 will be our point of reference for next Sunday. So you get a chance to go and read uh, the chapter before and after uh, in that great book written by Solomon as he's given credit for that. But this morning, Matthew chapter 6, 
verse 33, and I'm actually going to read 34 as well, as I often do, add a few more after I have studied and perused the kerygma for a couple of days. I see something else that uh, piques my attention, my eye. But uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, again, we're glad to have you with us this morning, this Sunday, the 14th of January. 2024. Matthew writes, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. 34. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. The grass withers and the flower fades away with the word of our God shall stand for ever. Seek first the kingdom of God. All these things will be provided for you. I just want to tag this few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast. Why are you tripping? I'm seeking Jesus. Why are you tripping? I'm seeking Jesus. When I was a young boy, we had a den that we used as a family room. We also had a living room that was rarely used. And it just occurred to me that we didn't do a lot of living in the living room. That room is not really named properly. If you ever sat down and thought about it for rooms and houses or useful rooms, uh, it's not named properly. It's more of the visit room than the living room. Now, the living room is in the house, but it's not where we live. Most folks live in the den or family room. Some folks live in the kitchen, meaning you spend more of your time in these other areas. Rarely. Did we live or do we live in those especially, uh, especially decorated places in our homes reserved for guests? For many of us, God is in the house, but he's been relegated to the room in our house reserved for special occasions. He is only allowed in the living room. He's not allowed in the center, the den or family room. He's not allowed into the places where we live our lives. He's not allowed in the center of our lives. He's only allowed in designated areas. Many believers say that he is the centerpiece of their lives when he is really not at all. That is why every believer should do a spiritual checkup to make sure that Jesus is the center of your life. How is your fellowship? How is your worship? How or your relationships with others? How is your stewardship? And Matthew, the author of the text this morning, was one of Jesus' 12 disciples, a Jewish man, a former tax collector. He began chapter 5 with the telling of the Sermon on the Mount or the Beatitudes. The, the Beatitudes sum up Jesus' teaching about what it means to live as a child of God's kingdom. About time we get to chapter 6, Matthew is explaining how good deeds are only righteous when done out of sincere devotion to God rather than for people's approval. Then toward the end, Jesus is still talking and Matthew is transcribing. Jesus is telling the crowd that if God can take care of the birds and animals, then what can he do for us? Verse 25 reads, therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or gather into boys, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. 
Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you they, that even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry, saying what we will eat, or what we will drink, or what we will wear, for the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. So basically, Jesus, right in that area there, says, Jesus tells him, don't trip. Do what I tell you to do, and everything will be in the will of God. In other words, obedience. Obey my words, and things will be taken care of for you. I don't know who I'm talking to on the sound of my voice, but I got a little quickening in my spirit right there, because it just dawned them. Obedience means that I'm going to obey God regardless of what's going on around me, and I will be in the will of God because I'll be obedient. Now, some folk are confused about the will of God and the act of obedience, but obedience just simply said, I'm doing what God has told me to do. And the Bible lines up with what God wants us to do. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. It's one that pops into my mind. There's certain things that just come out just obvious. Captain obvious. It's just, it's just so <laughs> easy to see uh, what God wants us to do. But first, look at your priorities. First point, your priorities, 33A. It said, but seek first the kingdom of God. Priority determines capacity. If your priorities are out of order or not in order, your life will not be in order. I think I'll say that again. If your priorities are out of order, your life will be out of order. If your priorities are not right, you won't be right. Seek means to actively pursue or to go after. It's in the present tense, so it means continuously. And I think that right there, that's the problem. So we're, we're not pursuing nor seeking God. God sought us. Jesus sought us to be safe for salvation, but it's not just that we stop right there. Is that we keep seeking continuously. I think a lot of uh, believers have stopped seeking. That's why we fall so easily aside and asunder to our old ways because we stop seeking priorities and not of God. It, can, it, it Sometimes it switches back to our selfish mentality. The old self takes over and there's no longer a seeking of Jesus Christ. We're to, to pursue the king. We submit to his authority. Jesus has the authority over his people. It's his kingdom. And where there's a kingdom, there's got to be a king. Matthew, he told the disciple, Matthew 4, 19, said, he said, and then follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. Well, that's the will of God. Priority is kingdom and kingdom work. Don't worry about uh, what others are doing. You you focus on that. If you had a church full of folk minded with the mind of we're going to do the kingdom business. Sharing the gospel with the lost. And Jesus said we make fishes of men. By the way, fish are not clean in the water. They, they enter the boat as they are. Dirty, smelly. We come to church in our current state. He cleans us from sin. That's what fishers of men are. We just 
bringing in dirty folk like we were. Let Jesus clean them. You can't work on your own self. You can't fix yourself. You, you, that's like going to the hospital and you go tell the doctor, I'm going to do surgery on myself. I can fix it. My, no, you got to have somebody else, which in the spiritual context is Jesus Christ. Jesus will do the cleaning. That's why we pray his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In particular, these passages of scripture uh, of the disciples prayer in that. And it says that we do as on earth as it is in heaven. We pray that the King Jesus enters every aspect of our life and to accompany us throughout our spiritual journey. That's why we pray. So we've seen it. Our priorities got to be right. Our, our, our minds have to be right. Our heart has to be right. Take a, take a checkup and see where you are in your relationship with Jesus. How's your reading of the word? How's your prayer life? Prayer expresses our desire for him, our need for him, and our eagerness to have him use us. The Bible says, submit yourselves then to God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. <laughs> yeah, prayer helps us to be in submittance to the king of the kingdom and resist the devil so he has less of us that he can attack. See, the more you give to God, there's going to protect, but we try to hold on to some stuff and the enemy knows what we're trying to hold on to when he comes at you. But what is your priority? What are your main things in your life? Some people got the job, the wife, spouse, children, whatever it is, money, cars, houses, whatever it is. If your priorities are out of order, then your life is out of order. Then, secondly, your position. And 33B is simply and his righteousness. Many of us have decided that righteousness is what righteousness is for us, but it's it's not his righteousness. You can't set the standard for what's right and wrong because we are too far left to be right. <laughs> but his righteousness is simply the standard for right and wrong. We can't do that. We can't measure because we are of a sin nature. So to get in his position, of a holy character, to be right, to be just, we have to have his help. So without his help, what is what is your position in Christ in 2024 as we embark on this new year? Where's your position? As I've mentioned before and told you last Sunday, some, some of our positions are where we were last last new year, 2023. Haven't grown, haven't seen any continuity. There is no consistency. Spiritual life is all asunder. But, but, but when, but when, when you get into the position in Christ, well, you should be. We, well, you can oppose the kingdom of darkness. Well, that's right, because, you know, our commitment to pursuing God now, it ushers in a spiritual warfare. That's why some of us are failing, because we are, we're losing the spiritual warfare. Getting tattered and battered. And that's why Ephesians, Paul said in 6 and 12, I believe our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities against the powers of the dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. 
Yeah, that's why it's important that we share the gospel. Jesus, uh, Jesus didn't come to heal the healthy, but to save the sinner. <laughs> yeah, we already say we should be coming in relationship, right relationship with God. We should be getting closer to God. But he came to seek and save the lost. Well, once you're saved, you're not lost no more. See, it, it ceases, I mentioned earlier, it ceases from him seeking us to us seeking him. After I get in a relationship, I want to know more about him. I want to be in his presence. I, I just can't get enough of him. Talking to him. and He talks with us and walk with us and tells us that we are his own. That's what happens after the conversion takes place. <laughs> he came to save, seek the lost. And we're responsible for determining the extent to which Christ manifests himself in and through our lives. That's why a lot of us don't get some things and I'm trying to find a balance to tell folks that if you don't obey God, because uh, sometimes you, you, you offend somebody, you hurt somebody's feelings that their life is not manifestation of what God wants them to be because they're still doing some things, you know, you know the type, still doing some things that, that, that don't, don't please God. But we are responsible. I was talking to Corey of the We are responsible. You're responsible for your spirituality. You are responsible for your growth. You're responsible for your prior life. Then God can manifest himself in and through our lives. And then thirdly, lastly, uh, your promise. Your promise from, from him, his promise. <laughs> I should say, uh, his promise to us makes it your promise, but his promise. 33C, we shift our, fo our focus to the kingdom of God. Because he says he add all and all these things will be provided for you. When we shift our focus to the kingdom of God, what is pleasing to God, then all that we seek will be provided. When we seek God, he says this will be provided. And, and, and again, uh, time won't permit me to go deep in because the crowd he was speaking to was of farmers and a poor constituency in that area for the Sermon on the Mount. So they were concerned with being, with feeding and clothing and all of these material things that you should be concerned. You have to take care. But he said, seek me first and I'll take care of all that, basically. <laughs> he said, you, you, you seek the kingdom. Yeah, because sometimes I know in this 2023 crowd, going into the 2024 crowd, uh, you don't need everything you want. It's 2020 going into this new year from 2023 to 2024. You don't want everything you need. Sometimes God needs to discipline us and chastise us. You don't want that, but we need it. In this crowd, 2024, God doesn't give us everything we want. But God always give us what we need. Oh, brothers and sisters, that's good to know. That if we obey him, that he has it already worked out. So why are you tripping when we should be, should be seeking Jesus? And at last, 34, therefore don't worry about tomorrow. Because tomorrow will worry about itself. 
each day has enough trouble of his own. So what should we do when we worry? Well, first, worry is a sin. So we shouldn't be doing it, but replace worry with the concern for the kingdom of God. For you see, worry entraps the heart and fear fractures the faith, which could lead to despair and discouragement. You are just controlled by the thing you worry about. That means you have not fully trusted God. And worry can't give you what you want. Only God can give you the desires of your heart. Trust in God. Quit tripping. Keep on seeking Jesus and quit tripping. Keep on seeking the Lord. Seeking a better relationship with the Lord. Tell your buddies, your partners, and your friends, hold up, wait a minute. I got to show up for the Lord. He's been too good to me to sit down on, to not give glory, to not raise my hand. Make a declaration in 2024 that I will praise the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And if I keep on praising, I can keep on shouting, keep on praising him, even through the tough times and the storm and rain, he'll still take care of me. Keep on seeking the Lord and whatever he has, let his will be done, cause I'm so glad. That over 2,000 years ago, uh, they marched them up Calvary's hill, uh, nailed them to an old rugged cross, uh, and he died. Oh, he died uh, till the sun refused to shine. Uh, the moon dripped away in blood. Uh, the earth shook like a drunk man. Uh, and the soldiers said, surely, surely, this must be the son of God. Uh, he took him off that cross, uh, laid him in a borrowed tomb, uh, and I'm so glad uh, that wasn't the end of the story. Uh, stayed there uh, all night, Friday night, uh, stayed there uh, all day Saturday and Saturday night, uh, but the reason why we ain't got to worry, uh, the reason why we can keep on shouting uh, is that early Sunday morning, he rose from the grave, and now we got joy, sweet joy. Now we can praise him for all our days. Ain't a good God, say yes, say yes. Won't he do it? Won't he turn it around? Won't he make ways out of no ways? He's a good God. Quit tripping. Uh, Invitation seek is extended the Lord. Now. If you don't, don't know Jesus, worry about your the pardon of your sins. Seek you like the Lord. to get to know he Him better. Uh, get saved. Allow Him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC. 
accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it up.